0: This is a podcast from BFM eighty nine point nine, The Business Station.
1: Shall we begin?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ex-pecto
0: patronum.
2: Jonas, we need your help. They're detecting increased aquatic activity 25,000 feet deep in the trench. Whatever is down there is trying to make its way to the surface. This is a bad idea. Just a little bit.
0: That's the apex predator.
2: Everybody make it to the station! I just hope it goes better than last time. What happened last time? You don't want to know. Ooh, Barracuda!
0: BFM 89.9, you're listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn Sharmila and Arvin. Very excited. So, um, <laughs> after we spoke yesterday about the mega high quality production of The Bear, we're following it up. We're following it up, guys, and... Re- Raising the ante um, with Meg to the trench. <laughs> <laughs> the link here is animals, in case you can't tell.
2: Um, yeah, not double bills like we might have talked about last week. Um, let me first say that if you, like me, thought there was going to be an awesome Barracuda needle drop moment in the movie, I will burst your bubble right now. That never happens. There are no mm-hmm. needle drops. There are no needle drops. I, think. I think. Nope. yeah. Okay, I have to confess, I've not watched the first Meg, um, but it looked like the kind of movie I would genuinely enjoy. Just like a B-grade, monster flick, underwater, Jason Statham. Why not, right? I was actually disappointed by Meg too, even by those (laughs) low standards. Partly because I found it kind of just slow and boring. There were some parts that were exciting. But overall, B-grade movies should be fun. And I didn't find this super fun.
1: So I I saw the first Meg. Um, I thought it was fun. It was perfect, B-grade, extremely forgettable after the first week, but you know you had fun in the cinema, that kind of a movie. And I was expecting more of the same or something amplified in this movie. And it's not that at all. Um, And I also like, obviously, I don't know how to make a movie. I don't pretend to know how to make a movie. So I don't want to go out and say that making a movie like this is easy. But making a movie like this is extremely easy. You know, like, come on. It's it's so, it's so simple. The premise, it's like Megalodon and people. Many
2: Megalodons. At the very least, least, I expected there to be more Megalodons. You never actually get that many scenes with the Megs. What are you talking about? There were like three? Uh, Yeah, but like out of the corner of your eye. You see four fins. You see a tooth.
0: Okay, before I say how I felt, (laughs) um, I would like us all to be honest with everybody and explain when it is that we watched this film. Was it hmm. after a weekend
2: or was it before a weekend? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I watched it like last night. So weekday night afterward.
1: I, w- I watched it weekday morning.
0: I watched it on Friday night, y'all, and it was great. So I think that actually when you watch this film <laughs> matters so much because it is a nonsense movie. It's not well made. It's um to me it is like really B movie, the the tagline is "New Meg, Old Champ." I love, and, yeah, and they they say something <laughs> awesome almost, yeah. almost like that in the actual film. Um, there are hero shots of Jason Statham that are ludicrous to such a degree that I can't even verbalize it, and like it's not a good film. It's not well made. It's not particularly well acted or well written. I laughed and laughed. I admittedly was the only one in my cinema laughing uh, quietly to myself, but I did find it very. Um, amusing, like a diverting way to pass time. I will not say that you should rush out to the cinema to
2: watch this. I will say that. (laughs) I usually get very annoyed when cinemas have very noisy children, particularly when it's not a kid's movie. This one, I actually appreciated the very cute child who was seated behind me who had running commentary for every scene because that, to me, often made the film more entertaining than it really was. The kid was so excited with the sharks and, sorry, the megs. Um, I think it's fine. I wouldn't go to the cinema for this if it wasn't for work. Um, I think that, it is okay if you go with company and you're both just jet there for like silly fun. I went alone and it was fun. So I'm just saying, it, I think it really depends.
1: I, I'm just going to actively say, don't pay for this. You yeah. know, like don't, yeah. don't go watch this in the, the cinema if you don't have to. Um, this movie opens with a prologue and it has dinosaurs and all <laughs> kinds of prehistoric creatures, which I, I don't know if they actually existed or not. Like Some of them look made up. Um, and it's the scene we see in the trailers, right? So there's a T-Rex, and it gets eaten by a Meg, and then you see a title card to the tune of Under Pressure, uh, David, oh, Bowie, yes. David Bowie and uh, Queen. Yeah. And I felt like that's the tone the movie should have had throughout. It should have adopted that tone, just like silly, upbeat, uh, pop music to back up like serious animal carnage and violence, and there were hints of that here and there, but most of the movie is just talking and, and barely enough Megs and not enough carnage. And, and it, people trapped just like, in a submarine or something. Some sort of like it, it felt like a history channel reenactment of some deep sea dive. Most I was of the into time. Until, <laughs> until you see like, oh, the apex predator. And then the apex predator just disappears for like half an hour.
0: Also, I think the thing about it, and I recognize that this is not meant to be like Orca to you know, the trench and so maybe we're not expecting genius level moves. Um, My problem with the apex predator more than anything else is not smart. So it's just really easy to outmaneuver the megs apparently. It's like yeah, speedboats sometimes are very dangerous and at other times, apparently if you get fast enough away from animals that are like the size of a building that can swim really really fast you're okay then to use the speedboat and so the rules and all just
2: don't make sense. Uh, The jokes don't Sorry, are we talking about rules in a movie where apparently you can free dive 12,000 feet below water or 20,000 without any equipment? My friends, it's about pressure. Yeah, Yeah. so and a deviated septum. All you folks out there who have a deviated septum, you have hidden talents you don't realise. I don't
0: understand how you both can talk about it like this and then still bag on the movie. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm trying to get at. You watched it on the wrong day. Listen to yourselves. (laughs) So we haven't actually talked about the story. It's seven minutes in. I'm so sorry to everyone listening. Um, The plot. The the plot, plot. such as Mm. it is. So it picks up with uh, Jason Statham in a name that is so uncharacteristic and doesn't suit his face, Jonas. Um, So he is part of... eco-warrior James Bond. Yes, exactly. So he is part of a research facility that um, are conducting dives into the trench. On one of those dives, they essentially encounter what uh, Wikipedia is telling me is called a malevolent mining company. So we'll go with that. And um, through that, A bunch of things happen a hole gets busted in the thermocline megs are released so there's like this weird subplot about trying to stop a mining company and you know treachery and then there are just the sharks and then there's a whole separate thing that happens on an island
2: you actually like the movie you remember thermocline i'm very impressed i i remember thermocline partly because (laughs) i was like that is stupid It sticks out because it's dumb. Also, um, lots of China money in here. Very clear fingerprints all over the film, which I thought was interesting, right? Because it actually actively shapes plot points and storylines. You know, so future of Hollywood, maybe, who knows? Um, Look, I I agree that perhaps in a different mood, I would have (laughs) just found this sort of silly fun, right? Um, I do think, though, that the movie itself... Perhaps budget, the CGI is not great. Um, so they, they are reduced to doing things like, ooh, there's a giant undersea creature with tentacles. What is it? We'll show you four tentacles. And then you never get to actually see the creature. You see the teeth. You see the teeth and some random skin. Mm. And then that's it. So I don't know. I don't know what happened with the, from, the, from the point at which they decided we're going to up the ante of Meg. But then in fact ended up making a movie that seems less successful than the first one
1: we say that but then the movie had a budget of about 150 million us which is not a small budget which is you, you know it should have given them enough to have proper cgi and some scenes do look good i'll give them that some scenes were genuinely funny i did laugh uh, some of the action was nice some of the, the the carnage was nice um it was just not enough it hey jonas needs sporadic. a
2: summer home <laughs> that's yeah, where the budget yeah.
1: went I'm sure he got the, the summer home um, and also this movie has some of the worst dialogue I've seen in a movie in a very very long time I, I had to take a, a, a mental note of this one line they say we, we, we work the problems one by one we do what's in front of us and then we do the next thing. And I'm like,
0: what? And then, no, no, at this point, you're supposed to cry, y'all. Please, huh? Oh, yes, put some respect yes, yes. on the line. Because that line is supposed to be a life lesson. Yes, you're it you're saying it like it's random, but actually it's repeated because it's something that's very important to be known. And then you like sit in silence for a while, quivering with wisdom. It sounds like it
1: came out of like an IKEA assembly guide or something. Mm. Like, like what like, what kind of a line is? Who wrote this?
0: You cannot find the screw. Go find the next screw. <laughs>
1: is then what it do will the be. next thing.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I actually thought that it was intriguing that about half of Jason Statham's dialogue was... <laughs> just, that's all he does i i there, there are times where he could say so many other things like get out or help but he's just shouting chinese names i think it's oh,
1: easier oh, than oh.
2: remembering his dialogue
1: i i have seen the first movie it took me an hour to realize who she was and then i'm like oh it's the the girl from the first movie uh, i was lucky enough to watch it with someone who'd watched the first film so i got context Right. I had I, I no context. I'm like, what is
2: happening
0: here? Don't think you need it. Uh, we are talking today about Meg 2, The Trench, very respectfully, I think, as you can tell. Uh, let us know if you've seen it or if you enjoyed the first Meg. You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio.
2: Blockbusters for me. BFM 89.9 The Business Station.
0: Did your pet shark get down here, Jiming?
2: She must have escaped.
0: Proximity alert. Meg's. Away. No way.
2: That's the biggest Meg I've ever seen. Biggest Meg anyone's ever seen.
0: BFM 89.9, you're listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn, Sharmila and Arvin. Together, we are talking about Meg 2, The Trench. Uh, You just heard there Jason Statham and some other characters who don't matter.
2: The movie doesn't care. The movie really doesn't care. The movie doesn't care. It introduces people that from the minute you meet them, you know this is going to be the bad guy. Uh, It's like... You know what bothered me about the, the movie doesn't care part? is when people get killed off and nobody cares. Someone gets attacked, almost killed by a Meg and nobody seems to care. After that, it's just like, hey, yo, business as usual. I'm not sure what this movie wants you to feel. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the good part. It requires so little from you.
1: You don't care who's going to get killed. You also don't remember who got killed. Yes. And you're like wait, wasn't there someone in yes. the last half someone hour? Someone popped of- up. I thought they were someone dead, but then they up. were back there. <laughs> oh my god. Um, also, also, I, I don't know. There's nothing deep about this movie, but I I think there is something to be said about uh, creature features in 2023 versus the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Um, and it's I think it has to do with like eco awareness. And sharks mags oh, wow. now have a, you know, no, You know what I mean? It's like they have a reputation for being like endangered. And for me, this movie didn't give the sharks enough of an antagonist personality for me to feel like they should be killed in some scenes. And there's a lot of like shark blood and, and sharks getting butchered. And a lot of it I just felt... Sorry, I was like, "What is going on?" They, because the sharks don't provoke the humans first. The humans go prodding around in their, uh, you know, the undersea, whatever, and then the Megs attack the <laughs> thermocline. I mean, so yes. when it happens, you know what I mean? It, it's like I'm like, "Who?" Wh- it's what, clear why? that the true
2: villains and monsters are the humans, the the environment plunderers. So yeah. that being the case,
0: right, I, I think that to your point, Arvind, I see where you're coming from, because then why mm. are the sharks getting blown up, right? And, yes, and it's not a yes, spoiler yes. to say that because obviously Jonas needs to survive. And so in order for Jonas to survive and Jonas and friends to make it, the ones that the movie wants you to care about, um, you know, sharks need to get theirs. And I think that the the tricky thing there, I agree. They're not monstrous, right? And and we now mm. view sharks in a very particular way as well. I did find myself wondering if they would find a way to lure them back. Like whether they had to die or whether we could find a way to, you know, like like help the sharks. Like buddy buddy a bit. Um, ah, which I realise is not what the movie wanted me to be thinking about.
2: No, and I got I got confused genuinely by that because we start off with the whole like, oh, actually, maybe like this might be friendly kind of vibe. Right. Um, So I wasn't sure really where the plot wanted me to invest my like, am I supposed to be hoping for the Meg to ultimately be destroyed or saved? Um, But then maybe I'm just looking for too much meaning in a movie that doesn't actually
1: care. I think it's just like a very simple... In the first one, the, the Meg attacks the people and it goes rogue, right? And and it's it's constantly coming after them. So they have to do something to defend yeah, themselves.
2: Yeah, so this movie, that's what I was disappointed about. I was like, yeah. actually, the Megs are not doing anything. They're not. They're just, just kind of chilling business. and you guys keep going into their water.
0: Oh, so I agree with that. Uh um, I actually found myself rooting for the sharks. But again, this this has to do with how little meaning I attach to this thing where I'm like, yeah, you know, if they do decide to take it into that direction, cool. And if not, that's fine too. But I did find myself thinking, you go, Glen Coco. There's so many of you, <laughs> you know, like if you guys can just figure this out, you can eat for days and it'll, it'll be great and you'll be fine.
1: Also, I love how, I love how this movie is... Um trying to reference like other movies like directly it, it drops Jaws 2 which is not a good movie um, <laughs> but there's a lot of like Jurassic Park like there are scenes that literally recreate Jurassic Park stuff um, a lot of Jurassic World uh, a bunch of other references and even when watching it I was like guys like y- y- you're not on the same level like let's not even let's not do this you know you're not that kind of movie you don't have to pay tribute to better movies it was just a bit weird um, it's weird seeing them trying to do that like pretending they are in that same creature feature league it's not and it's okay to be not it's it's fine it's okay the thing I did enjoy that some of the classic creature feature shots that they
2: tried to recreate um, there's one particular one and I think it works really well because it's the Meg where um a bunch of people are in the water and then you see the jaws close around the group of people and the camera is positioned inside mm. the Meg's mouth I thought that was really cool and and honestly I think a lot of my um, disappointment with the movie was that I wanted so much more of that I wanted it to be a proper creature feature and not an underwater thriller which is what this seemed to want to be
0: I'm intrigued by the fact that you both went into this wanting
2: things I know the expectations <laughs> is what killed us no I feel a little bit like because no,
0: I really didn't have expectations. So uh, for example, when Cliff Curtis showed up, I was quite delighted um, because you know, I haven't seen the Meg, so I have no relationship to any of this. So when Cliff Curtis showed up, I thought, great. And he was very funny. Um, I think Jason Statham is a great B-movie actor. um, And I love the fact that he does it so kind of um, unselfconsciously. It's with self-awareness, but it's not self-conscious. And so I appreciated that about it. So I found actually a lot to enjoy in this thing. Again, I cannot say this enough. I would not pay for it unless you love sharks or you're really invested in megs in particular. Um, (laughs) But I think that if this were to come on in the future, Sunday afternoon, um, you know, or when it drops on streaming and I have nothing to do and I'm just like, oh, what's there? Okay. I would
2: happily watch this and I'll probably laugh again. I wouldn't. Um, I don't think I can stand the annoying teenager. So if there was a way to forward through it, maybe I would watch it at a friend's place because there was nothing else to watch. I don't think I'll ever revisit this movie.
1: No, this reminded me of those uh, straight-to-DVD sequels from the mid-2000s, Deep Blue Sea 2, you know? And yeah, like, well, yeah, when, yeah. When, <laughs> when did this happen? Um, but also, all that being said, right, this isn't the worst movie I've seen this year. 65 um, will always be the worst movie that we saw this year. <laughs> um, did, you, dinosaurs.
0: did you also, also. think about Sharmila at the start because it says 65 million years ago?
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. yes and I was I like,
2: Curs her. See, curse her. Curse her once more. Maybe I don't have the high slash low watermark of 65. To compare this against. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe.
1: I thought this yeah. was
0: better than Transformers. I haven't watched that either. Oh. oh. Uh, I know, I know fighting I know. words. I recognise that <laughs> these are fighting words. But I just wanted to say it to um, to trigger you, la, frankly. Um, so anyways, <laughs> we're talking today about Meg 2, The Trench, uh, directed by Ben Wheatley, who is apparently in talks for Meg 3. So <laughs> this might not be over, you guys. Uh, let us know, did you watch the first Meg? Have you seen Meg 2? What do you think? You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio and write to us at movies at bfm.my.